We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The good doctor, Mike Hutchinson of Animal General, LaSalle Plaza and Cranberries on our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. How's it going? Good. We have a couple of uh, holiday-appropriate questions. One is somebody asked us, we were talking about, you hear every year poinsettias, which come out this time of year in particular, are deadly to dogs. Is that true? No, it's not true, but it can cause GI signs. It can cause them to vomit, get diarrhea. But because they're on the floor, you know, dogs, most of the time, dogs, it's easy prey for dogs. So I always tell people, just be aware of it. You know, poinsettias on the floor, if your dog's getting into them, it's probably not a good idea. Hey, I want to, we've mentioned this before. I think it's really valid again, though. Everybody gets jazzed. And Larry's heard these stories. Let's get a dog for Christmas. You don't like that at all, do you, sir? No, that's a bad gift idea. You you don't know when people are ready. And and you have to match the dog to the family. So there's some work that needs to be done and research that should be done. So if you're thinking that and you know that there's a child that wants a dog, maybe get them a book about that breed or, or something else. Maybe take them to the Humane Society to go for walks as part of your gift to, you know, take a dog for a walk so you can look at the different breeds. And it's just a bad idea to give them as a gift because there's so many distractions at Christmas time. It's just you have to start training them day one. As soon as you get a dog, it's a responsibility that is enormous, and you need to start training them. All right, Olivia in Oakland wants to know, speaking of uh, poisons, uh, she says, I heard you mention, Doc, that lilies can kill a cat quickly. Can you discuss the danger? Yeah, David Highfield brought that up on Pittsburgh Today Live that a friend of his lost uh, a cat to eating lilies. They're extremely toxic. We don't quite understand what it is in them that, it can kill a cat in four hours. It can put them in kidney what? failure. They start drooling. They, any part of the plant, just biting it. You know how cats are. So I tell people, no lilies. There's a couple oh. strains or varieties that aren't toxic, but I don't know what they are. And I tell people, no lilies for cats. Just too many of them are extremely toxic, and it can kill your cat. And I hate being the bad guy. I love flowers for my wife. and and, uh, and But I'm always the guy talking about, don't have these plants in your house. Get fake ones if you like them. Wow. I mean, that surprises a lot is, of people man. how deadly some of these different things are to pets that aren't to people. Hey, and man, I take imagine, pills. Yeah, imagine losing a pet, you know, for something like that that you had no oh. idea. And, and it's just, it would, it, it would devastate anybody. And, and so I always tell people, I love that people ask questions about it because then it brings it to the attention. Hey, I want to talk to you about pills. I have this big pill case. I take various pills, you know, all kind of crap, as you know it. Sure. And it's four o'clock in the morning. And it's dark. And then recently, in the last couple of months, two have fallen on the floor. Yeah. And then I freak out because the dog's in to get them. But what's bizarre, Doc, is she gets them and then spits them out. Why? Thank, thank she, goodness. But why does she spit them out? I, I well, want her to, but why? It might be the taste. I don't know. But oh. most dogs don't. It's one of the number one causes of toxicity in dogs yes. and cheers. Human medicines, accidental, just like you mentioned. You drop them on the floor and they're, oh, it's a crumb, and they're in competition, especially if you have multiple dogs like my house. Yep. You know, they all think you drop something. Oh, I got to get to it first. 
And then before you know it, they swallowed it. So it's something to be aware of. I'm glad that your dog drops them. She's smart. (laughs) All right. Even even cats have gotten into human medicines, which is hard to believe, but um, they do it. And they get into blood pressure medications. People drop them. The cats eat them. Wow. Debbie and Robinson wants to know, Dr. Mike, have you heard about using a product called, and I'm not sure, is it Librella? Yeah, yeah, Librella. And for it's a arthritis medicine for dogs. She says my sister has given it to her dog in Kentucky. She hasn't seen it help yet, but the vet said it'll take a month or two. Is that true? Well, it's so Librella is a monoclonal antibody, which means it attacks one thing in the joint called nerve growth factor. And nerve growth factor can cause pain, but nerve growth factor isn't only in joints. So that's what I'm always, you know, you have to be aware of side effects of drugs. So it's something that I would use, certainly would be in my arsenal, but it wouldn't be my first choice. It would be one of my last choices, actually. And I do like immunotherapy where you're directing it towards one thing, but we have to understand that that one thing can be in the pancreas, can be in other places, can be in the brain, can be in other parts of the body. And we're attacking that, and it's not localized to the joint. So I like it, but it should be used judiciously, and the veterinarian should be explaining all of that to her sister or to anybody that's going to use it. I would use it, but it would be with a long explanation, and it wouldn't be my first choice. All right, Sue and Tim in Evans City. Should I get an MDR1 DNA test for my German Shepherd? I heard that if it's missing a gene, it can make him more reactive to heartworm and flea medications. Well, that part's true. MDR1 is a, so some dogs have mutations in it, and it's usually shepherd dogs, not just German shepherds, but collies are number one. 75% of collies have a mutation in that gene. And that, that, um, what happens when they have a mutation is it can make them more sensitive to drugs. They can't clear the drugs as quickly. Things like ivermectin, which would be heartworm medication, but heartworm medication has such small doses of ivermectin, even dogs with a mutation in that gene don't have problems with it. But it's good to be aware of it. So, yes, have your dog tested and see it. The rest of the shepherds, it's about 2% of them. It's not a real high number, but it's always nice to have information. It's a saliva test. Um, we get it back in, in probably a week or two, and it's nice to know. It's good information to have on a dog. Hey, man, real quick, a lot of chocolates around, yeah, um, and they roll on the floor. Should I freak out if the dog gets one? Not if they get one. So okay. the, the toxic level of chocolate in dogs, and this is the bitter chocolates, the baker's chocolates, is about a half an ounce per pound of body weight. But it's toxic to dogs, so I don't want people feeding M&Ms to their dogs saying, oh, this isn't a half an ounce per pound of body weight. Um, we don't want to give anything that's toxic because it can't accumulate and it takes three days to metabolize in their system. So I wouldn't freak out with one chocolate. I would call my vet if I had a toy dog, a you know, toy Yorkie or toy poodle, but I, I wouldn't freak out over one chocolate. But, you know, just know that the, it's toxic to dogs. I had a guy one time call and say, Doc, I give a, an M&M to my dog. I've been giving him one to three M&Ms every day of his life. And I said, well, would you give arsenic to your dog? You know, it hasn't done a thing to him, was his point. And and, uh, and he said, well, of course I wouldn't give arsenic. I said, well, this is toxic to your dog. Why do you give it to him? So I don't recommend any chocolate for dogs. Doc, always appreciate your input. Thank you're amazing, you, man. Amazing. It's not like I'm giving lectures. I feel- no, man, <laughs> no, man, you're amazing. <laughs> people, we're, you know, we're out here, with, we, if, and most people have a pet of some sort. So really, really important stuff. Thank you. Well, great talking to you guys. All right. Dr. Mike Hutchinson, Animal General, go to kdkradio.com. we got a link to animalgeneral.net.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.